You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. Last week in our Sunday gathering at church, we studied Psalm 78 together. Now, this psalm is the second longest in the Psalter behind Psalm 119. Most of the psalm traces the failures of Israel from the time of the Exodus into the time of the kings, just prior to David. Now, throughout the psalm, responses from God are detailed as well, not just the failings of Israel. Now, in these response, in, in God's responses, you see his holiness and you also see his mercy on display. So in Israel, you see their sin and all the complaining and the distrust and disbelief that they displayed. But then you see God responding to that in, in discipline, in mercy. And so, and so this, this psalm is really showing what man is like, oftentimes even followers of God. And it's also showing what God is like. But the main point of the psalm comes in the first eight verses. The whole point of the psalm is to get the covenant community of God to teach these things to their children, to teach them to the next generation. This isn't just a command for Jews under the old covenant, however. Christians, us, in the new covenant era, are also to bring up our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, or said another way in a different translation, in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. This is based on Ephesians 6. So I exhorted the people in our church to teach the next generation the ways of the Lord and the ways of man, the sinful ways of man. It's the responsibility, really, of all believers to pass on our faith, capital F, the body of what we believe, to the next generation. And it's the responsibility of fathers and mothers to pass on the instruction from God to their children. Now, in an effort to help in this matter, I wanted to share some thoughts with you about a family worship time, or uh, as we call it in our family, Bible time, family Bible time. Whatever you call it, whatever name you give it, I want to give you some thoughts on on how to do this, or uh, just some thoughts or tips on how to do this. First, realize that faithfulness is the goal, not perfection. Realize that faithfulness is the goal and not perfection. A family Bible time isn't successful because all of your children become born again in that given night. It's successful because you've done what the Lord would have you do. His job is to work on the heart. Number two, teach the Bible considering all ages. Teach the Bible considering all ages. Now, this is difficult to do when you've got people of all age groups, but try to read or ask questions to the various age groups in front of you, to the three-year-old and to the 20-year-old. So teach the Bible considering all the ages. Those who are older in the family will, will understand and be patient as you explain things at a very elementary level to a young person. So teach it to considering all ages. Third, keep it short and simple. This doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It might be three to five minutes. Consider the time of day, consider what the families or what the members of your family have gone through that day. Uh, is this late at night? Are they tired because of a long week? Uh, it, has there been school involved? Uh, just consider everything leading up to family Bible time and just be gracious and be patient. And so give them what they can handle. So keep it short. 
It doesn't have to be long. It's, it's not, it's kind of like sermons. Just because it's a long sermon doesn't mean it's a good sermon. So just be to the point, read the Bible, explain what it says, pray together, sing together, and that could be five minutes. Fourth, consider acting out a passage or drawing something about a passage or having kids read portions of a passage. Maybe you do different ones of these at different times just to kind of mix it up and to keep it fresh. So consider some of these things. This is a good way to get kids involved in, in the passage, in, in thinking about the passage, having them act it out or write it out or something like that. So this is good just to kind of keep it fresh. Fifth, ask your kids for prayer. When you pray after family Bible time, ask your kids to pray for you. Ask your kids to pray certain things uh, for your heart. Show them that you are a disciple seeking to follow Jesus also. You haven't arrived. You're not perfect, and you're just teaching them, the little imperfect ones. No, you're in process too as you grow into the image of Christ. This Bible time isn't just for them. Six, sing. Teach them the hymns of the faith. Maybe you get a song book or a hymn book, and you, and you have them pick different ones, and you, you sing. Teach them songs that have stood the test of time and have brought encouragement to generations in the past. Singing is a Christian practice. Introduce them to this. Maybe you pull up something on your phone. Maybe you teach them a new song and you have them listen to um, people sing it or a certain band that you like that, that sings that song and familiarize them with, with that song. So sing. Seven, pray based on the passage. At the end, when you read the Bible, explain the Bible, and you pray, don't just pray pray the same prayers over and over again every single night. Show them that you're praying according to the passage. Show them that there's variety. There's a number of things to pray to the Lord for. This This keeps your family's prayers from being monotonous and routine and from people tuning out. So show them variety in prayer by praying the passage that you've just read. For example, Lord, help us to trust in your love for your people, for us, when others might be mean to us. You pray this type of prayer after you read something like the account of Joseph and his brothers. Or Lord, keep us from tempting others to sin. And this after Jesus' warnings about causing others to sin and the the warning of a, a millstone being thrown around their neck and then tossed into the depths of the sea. So pray, Lord, keep us from, from causing other people to sin. Or maybe you just simply pray, Lord, teach our hearts to love and to think about what's in the Bible, to have the Bible on our minds. This after you read Psalm 1 together. So show them a variety in prayer. Pray the passage. Pray according to the passage that you've read. Number eight, be faithful. Now, if this sounds like number one, you've got it. It is. Be faithful. The goal is faithfulness. Remember, family Bible reading is kind of like evangelism. You're not your job isn't to change people. Your job isn't to wow people. Your job is to explain the message. That's it. The Lord ministers the message to the heart. The Lord takes that message and sows it into the soil of the heart. Your job is to simply scatter the seed. The Lord will take his word and do with it what he will. So as you seek to give your life away to the Lord, May you enjoy the fact that he calls you to pass along the contents of your faith to the next generation. And may you worship him by training the next generation of worshipers. I hope that 
family Bible time becomes something that's routine for you, that's enjoyable. It's not always highs. <laughs> there are plenty of lows. Sometimes there's frustration and lack of attention span and things like that. Stay patient. Realize the main goal is faithfulness over time, not a, a wonderful night where everyone is converted as I preach this message. Read the Bible, explain the Bible, ask questions, pray, sing, keep it simple. There are a number of resources out there that help these kinds of things. Um, Bruce Ware has written something called Big Truths for Little Hearts. I think I've got that, um, that book. <laughs> I think I've said that the right way. Uh, Mike Fabares and Focal Point Ministries has put out some kids curriculum which teaches kids about each book of the Bible and, and what it means, uh, why it was written, what, what the main chapter is in it, and he gives them kind of some blank sheets to, to color certain things, and he kind of explains, you know, uh, draw this or draw that, and so it helps them understand the Bible and what each book points to. Um, the Jesus Storybook Bible is a great way of uh, showing kids the story of redemption all throughout the scriptures. There are a number of others that I'm sure you may have used in your family. I'm, we may have used in our family. But ask your pastors or elders or people you know who disciple you about maybe some good resources in these areas. But but don't be afraid of taking something uh, with pictures and something that's easy to understand and literally reading it and showing your family the pictures in it, uh, if that helps. So, so just the goal is to read the Bible, explain the Bible, keep it simple, pray, sing, and to be faithful. Again, it might not look pretty all the time. <laughs> it's okay. Do what you can. Pass along your faith to the next generation. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.